up guys it is your girl april we are back this week on sunday sessions emphasis on the sesh we have a little surprise for you this week we have a guest and his name is cormac right hello happy to be here we randomly met at a bar in nova scotia while he was friends with other friends and we got outside And we ended up just kind of talking and I was like, I like the way you talk. I like the way you think. I like the way you kind of like present yourself. It was just pretty cool how when we first met, we were just having like pretty smooth conversation. Hey. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for that. I like talking to you as well. Yeah, this is like super random. I think this is awesome. When I was out that night, I was out with my friend Ben, who was visiting from home. So I hadn't seen him in a while. And then we met up with his sister and her friends. So like, I didn't really know anyone, I would say. Well, sorry, I like knew them, but not well, if that makes sense. So then seeing you, yeah, it was just like on par for the night, I feel like. During the night, I literally was like, hey, I'm trying to make a podcast. Do you <laughs> just want to come on and smoke and shoot <laughs> shit with me, basically? I was like, yes. <laughs> so give everyone a little background of who you are, what you've done, what you're doing. How was high school for you? I loved high school, I gotta be honest. I went to uh, Rossa High School. So I guess that's part of where I'm from. I'm Rossa, New Brunswick, just outside of St. John. Born and raised there. Same house, same everything. Yeah, in high school, I went to Rossa High, which is just like the public school there. It's uh, population was like 450 when I was there. My my, my grad class was like sitting around 90 to 100. If anyone's listening from Rossa High, call me out. But no, I mean, I had a great friends in high school. I got more and more involved as I went. Like I did grad class committee. Sports were like a huge part of my life. That's another thing about me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're learning, right? But I did theater in grade 12. The school did. And it was kind of sick. We did high school musical and it was like crazy fun, but it was also super poetic because I'm not even kidding. Like the whole basketball team did the play as well. Like a ton of athletes. Like it definitely agree with me on this. It like united the school. It was crazy. And it was high school musical. And that's like the whole plot. Like, yeah. So that was high school for me. It was sick. Only in grade 12 did you guys become high school musical. Like real life basketball team. Who was yeah. Zach? Were you Troy Bolton? <laughs> um, I was not. Uh, I would have loved to be. But I think also at the time, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to shoulder that. This is a proud moment. I'll shout out Alex Shepard. He's one of my closest childhood friend of mine. And he got the role for Troy Bolton. My understanding was because it was uh, he was the only person who could like had the vocal range to sing his songs. Okay. And Alex didn't sing. Like no one knew. So like this just kind of secretly emerged. It was real life Troy Bolton coming together. Just his friends are around and you're like, what the actual hell? But this, oh, you guys yeah. were supportive. Like in the real movie, they didn't give a fuck about Troy. They no Troy. Don't sing. Oh, we don't did. we gave it. a fuck about Troy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. He was sick. Yeah. I got, I just, I have to tie this home. I really do. I got a lead as well. The one that didn't sing, which is sick. What were you? Uh, his name is Jack Scott. So in the, in the theater version, because of the way the scenes are laid out, yeah, they need almost like a narration type role to, uh, kind of like make it flow. So that's the role I got. So I basically had a lot of these like really big parts in between scenes to kind of keep the story going. But our director was like awesome. She cared about all the little details. So I, I did that. I had like a defined character for sure. And I was basically like a nerd who thought he was really cool. And I was pretty much able to just have like a field day with that. Um, You're like, I know who I am and I'm just going to fucking rock out. Oh, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I've definitely been steering into the nerd thing as well. I wouldn't say I think I'm cool. I, I don't know. But either way at all, it was it felt right. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Part of all this was I like did rehearsals with Alex all the time. 
Um, and he was good. It was first time acting, I believe first time singing and he was doing lessons. And I always remember like the first rehearsal that he got up there, you could almost feel it. It was like the whole school's like, holy shit. Like the guy who got Troy for his voice is about to sing, you know, and he fucking nailed it. So that's shout out to Alex. He got an award for his performance at drama fest. He took it on. He's the probably the worst basketball player I know. Sorry, man, but he would agree with me. I think like, I don't know. He just took it on and nailed it. I gained a lot of respect for him for that. So I love that. So you were in the theater, you were loving the geek game. You were going strong. Yeah. You wore the hat proudly. I love that. I am also a bit of a science geek more so. Yeah. So when you were in high school, did you have any idea of the person you wanted to be or what you kind of wanted to do in school? I, uh, that's a good question. I'd say I've always been a very like passionate person. I've always loved math and like science. Like I'm a huge science kid. Like I said, I'm like, I'm basically just scaring anyone at this point. But yeah, I, I would say in terms of what I wanted to do after school, university was, I mean, it was always talked about. I, I have like a pretty academic family. Like my, my mom is a doctor. My dad is a engineer turned nurse, funny enough. And like my granddad, it was a prof. Like, so education, I would say was like a really strong value in my family. So, but yeah, education was still just always really there for me. So, and I loved it. I really love science. I love math. So I was like ready to pursue it. So academically, and like, I guess it's still my direction too. That was a big one. Like happiness has always been my kind of like core. I really, I truly think like success is like, if you are happy and like, I don't know, making others happy, that's like a, means a lot. So that that's what I cared about at the time. I 110% agree with this. And I think that's why I like the other night when we were talking out at the bar, like outside kind of thing. And we were just kind of like digging deep into like, I guess just like random stuff, political stance, which really like talking about <laughs> politics, I guess what I'm drinking. I get so passionate about the world just being like so shitty and just actual core values that people have and want to practice in their everyday lives. And I just think we as a society has definitely moved away from core values of like who we should be as humanity Mm. you know what i mean like i feel like we've gotten so away from that through like industrialization and just like random things like everything is so we've made things too fast like in high school i remember randomly going back but just like i had no idea that i wanted to kind of do nursing i knew i wanted to help people and Mm. i just didn't really know how but one thing i wish that someone had told me back in high school was um people take a gap year and just work and then travel for a year post-university I wish I had known that or like had that crossed my head because I felt like as soon as I got out of high school, it was straight from, you know, I should go to school. I should find something to do. All my Mm -hmm. friends are going to university. I'll go to university. Not that I wasn't planning on not going. I just like applied to nursing. I ended up getting waitlisted and then actually went in the following year. But I just wish I'd taken a a year off to just go wild. No, I think that makes complete sense. That's kind of what I was getting at before is like, I think uh, there's like a lot of normalized pressure put on people to kind of follow these specific paths. I mean, a lot of people now, like, especially if they took their time and they're now maybe in a degree, like for just to put it out there, I'm 24. So at my age, I would say a lot of people are just, are just getting degrees and getting jobs. And I feel like people almost like preemptively get defensive is the wrong word, but like, when they're talking about that, like, oh, I'm actually still in school. I ended up this happened or that. And it's just like, I'd love to get to a place where you don't have to like justify that at all, where it's just like, yeah, we all have our thing. Like watch my dad go back to school at like 40. And I, just, I don't know. I think it's all kind of um, garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I hate when people feel like they need to justify where they're to in life or how they got there. And it's just like, there's, it's just such a pressure to like, know what you want to do. And then I guess too, if you have so many people around you, you know what it seems like on 
social media, quote unquote, like succeeding in life or, you know what I mean? It just, it doesn't make sense. It's like, it makes everything 10 times worse. It's like, we're all just ultimately trying to be happy, follow our own rhythm and kind of the pressure to like not be able to do that freely is like super strange. 100%. I guess one of the biggest things I started like believing in is that there's actually no pressure on me to do anything. Like obviously, yes, like like getting obvious like a source of income and being able to sustain myself <laughs> and it's like as long as I can find a way to do that I, I believe I can do whatever I want and whatever makes me happy and that I feel like that's that's not what's traditionally pushed like I, security is pushed a lot which makes sense but like a nice thought I have and just for like to go on record I fucking love my job well that might come up at some point I really do I like I have no plans to leave it all but but a thought that gives me a lot of comfort is like, I could wake up tomorrow and be like, oh my God, I actually hate coding. I want to do something else. And I can do that. Uh, and I think that's really important. Like, I really think there's no pressure. There, there shouldn't be pressure. Like, as long as you can sustain yourself and be happy, it's like. That's the goal, man. Oh, right. Happiness. So where did you go to school to? University of New Brunswick, their Fredericton campus. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's just about an hour and a half from where I grew up, I guess. So people call New Brunswick, New Funswick. Would you agree? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, see, this is a classic lead-in, right? It really is. I think New Brunswick has lots of hidden gems. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't love growing up there. This is interesting. I think there's still a lot of stuff that, like I said, I get it. And I feel like I agree, but at the same time, I'm also like, you should still check it out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's, there's some beautiful little spots. There's cool hikes. I love joking about the Bay of Fundy, largest tile ranges in the world. Okay, can't find that anywhere else. You can if you if you go to uh, New River Beach and then you go back there like eight hours later, you'd be like, whoa, where'd the water go? Where'd that water go? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I realize I maybe even fucked like fucked up that time a bit, but either way, you can like literally watch the tide go out, and it's like the lamest thing that ever but I just sick. love that we have it yeah that sounds amazing when you left high school and you went to university did you kind of keep the same friend group or did everything kind of just like slowly start dispersing I mean I would say like yes and yes I'd say I'm still good friends with everyone I grew up with like I love when I go home I have lots of people to catch up with and stuff like that but I definitely was very quickly surrounded by mostly new people at, at UMB which I was really pleased about I really did want a new experience like I wanted to meet new people experience new things it's like get out of where I grew up, even if it's only an hour and a half away, I would say like immediately became good friends with like all the people that I would call like my very close friends now. Like it's kind of nuts to think about how, how quickly it really happened. No. I totally feel that. So St. John's from Spaniards Bay is like an hour's drive. It's not mm. that far, but you're meeting like a whole new group of people. Yeah. And then I would say that my school life, I met friends here and there and we still keep in touch, but we're not like super duper close except for two at the end which were montana and katie um they call me little head for some reason they tell me i wear baby size glasses too which are really great <laughs> so they're they're the homies they're like the true ones and then i feel everyone and their dog worked at boston pizza so i worked at boston pizza <laughs> I love for, that. for like almost like four years or something like literally my yeah. whole degree that's where I met Sophia and Heather, which are two of my really good friends from back home. Right. And then we all kind of had random friends and then we all randomly became friends. And it was funny because some of my other friends were friends with these people, but none of us have ever actually crossed paths. And then right. I, <laughs> it was like a bunch of misfits had gone to St. John's or were already there. And we yeah. all just like kind of found each other. Right. That's it, amazing. 
it was the most random thing I've ever been a part of. And we all fit together so well. And we still like, yeah. it literally does make sense. Like Kristen's here, sat down with me now and we oh, met yeah. at Boston oh. Pizza. And then okay. she moved to Halifax and I stayed in Newfoundland. And then I was like, come to Halifax. And she was like, yo, and then like picking up with, pe- with people that like you haven't seen in a while, but it feeling like the same thing. Like, it's like you just left them and you're coming back. Oh yeah. I, oh my God. Yeah, it sounds like we really feel similar. I mean, I guess anyone who knows me, to be honest, knows I like completely gush about my friends all the time. And it's like, I know they do the same about me. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually really cool. I felt like a lot of love from all those guys. And it's been really, been almost like humbling thinking about like how we met and got to know each other. And like, we all lived in res the first two years basically all moved off campus together but somehow still stayed this like big ridiculous unit it just got like closer and closer and then like can't say enough about those guys really i would say a group of complete idiots like we like just going out and getting hammered and having fun and doing stupid stuff covid hits and then all of a sudden so so i lived in a house with uh five other guys so i guess mm-hmm. there was six of us and then across the street there's five more of my friends and that was like a big big old squad right oh and, my uh, god but that was my COVID situation, right? And obviously it was still tough, but at the same time, I was living with all my best friends. That's when it was like, okay, this isn't just like a dumb, no, okay, sorry, not, not that I like ever thought it was like a dumb drinking group. I, I would hate for that to come across, but like we started doing like murder mystery parties and like potlucks and like pizza nights and just like, like all some like, shit, man. Wholesome found shit. All this, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. It I think special. COVID really like tests friendships. It either like brought people closer together or you might not even talk to some of the people that you've talked mm-hmm. to before COVID. I felt like COVID changed me in the sense of I used to have bad FOMO, like they're missing out. Like I'd be like, oh, yeah. no, like yeah. I'd be exhausted getting off Boston pizza. I'd be like, oh, and then I'd be like, no, fuck it I'm going out anyways I remember once mm-hmm. I was like stood up at a bar with my friend Sarah and I had gotten off a couple of shifts in a row and I looked at her and I was stood up at the bar and my eyes were closed and I must have fallen asleep for a quick little second yeah uh-huh. and I was like Sarah can you go check that blood pressure over there and she was like what and I like as I was saying it I turned her I was like what the fuck did I just say like to think that that used to be me Same now and now I'm just, or yeah. then and now yeah. I'm just like no maybe I'll just make a buffalo chicken dip and like chill yeah. like I just don't Facts. like I have zero yeah. fear like it just com- my mentality also I guess it helps that I grew up a bit too which yeah it's like more confidence like self-awareness too like being yeah being able to say no is, is uh yeah, something I've been learning too it's a new adaption yeah 100% I think as soon as I turned 25 I was just I want to just not give a fuck but like give mm-hmm. more of a fuck <laughs> that's, what, that's I think I know what you mean Yeah, like divert my attention away from things that don't matter. People's opinions of you, Mm -hmm. the old opinion you had of yourself, you know, just let it all go. Who do I want to be? No, it's it's good though. Picking up what I'm laying down? I am. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say like a big thing I've learned in the past few years, I feel like is that like my happiness is like 1 million percent number one. I like to think I'm a caring person. Like I, I really do care about like, you know, making other people's days better. And like, I, I think that's a super underrated way to Um, small things whatever if I don't take care of myself I can't be the best version of myself to other people so like my I feel like I've really focused on like prioritizing my happiness and doing what I would like to do as much as I can I feel like my life's gotten better from that 
Yeah, I think that's totally a good point to make thinking about your own happiness. And there's a difference between like being selfish and thinking about yourself, choosing to know that like you deserve better or that you can do better and like just striving Mm. for that. And I think that just helps with like growing, understanding, maturing. And I also think too, it's important that people learn that at the end of the day, no matter if you have family, if you have money, if you don't have money, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, you have yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, you need to be able to count on yourself. And that's why it's so important that people kind of be by themselves and kind of grow their own backbone and not afraid to just, I guess, love themselves more, you know? Right. I totally agree with you. I actually, it's like a a bit of a, a bit of a point of pride for me. So through, I did Renaissance College at UMB. And part of that program is like a Canadian internship where you basically, you work like any job within Canada, okay. but it has to have some leadership has to have influenced the job in some way, which is like most jobs. But either way, I got a job with a, with a software company in Montreal. I went there and I kind of like went out of my way to live on my own. And I didn't know anyone in the city. I just, I guess I just knew my boss, the person who hired me. And then his son was my age and his son was nice enough to like pick me up at the airport. Shout out Will. Um, thanks Will thanks Will but that was like a cool summer for me that was like my first time living on my own you have to like document your learning RC is very like introspective but one of my goals was just like spending more time on my own like doing more things on my own and I feel like that summer like I genuinely did like really like get in touch with myself more like learn about myself more and I I'm proud to say that it was very like intentional you know what I mean intentional how old were you then I would have been 20 that was the summer after my third year and I went straight to school so First year you turn uh, 18 and then second year you turn 19. Yeah, I turned 21 there. That makes sense. Math, right? During your <laughs> math, what's nine plus 10? <laughs> 21. 21. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> or no, the, the state one is sick too. She, I forget how exactly it goes, but she's like, you got like 13 states and like 15 colonies. It's like, thir- she like says random numbers that don't really make sense. It's like, goddamn, 47. You ever see that one? I don't know why I just assumed that was like a good I like your version of it though. I feel like she's got to do it better. (laughs) If you're watching this, Google goddamn 47. It's, I don't know. It's been around for a while. I think it's a good one. I think it's a good one. Yeah, it's the simple things. Would you say any point during university you felt like you kind of hit rock bottom? I know that's a pretty fucked up thing to say, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you remember the struggle? I feel like 21 was the beginning of the end, but like it for a good reason (laughs) right or do you think it hasn't happened at all have you ever felt like that's a that's a tough question because I've definitely had a lot of tough times I just I guess I don't really know where what I would call rock bottom but there was definitely a few times where I was like god damn quite a questioning thing like you know questioning so either certain programs or certain things or like stuff would happen and I'd be just like wow like this is what it you know what I mean like this is happening right now like this is you <laughs> this know, is it could get worse well you know what I mean when you don't <laughs> think something could get worse and then something else happens and all you do is laugh. you're like what me and my friends it's funny that you actually say that because Montana and Katie and I would be in nursing school and we'd be like when something shit would happen we'd just be like what's another hit you know like just mm. let him keep on coming just that that's the exact joke i was making like you got anything else anything else you want to throw at me like like Jesus. please do like yeah, <laughs> like yeah pretty involved with the mental health association after third year i did i started getting way more involved with different com- companies jesus christ <laughs> is, this what, is, this, is this what's happening to me different clubs wholesome companies clubs. <laughs> Yeah, companies. Um, yeah, I was part of the mental health association in my third year. 
or no, maybe even my second year. But either way, I was involved in it for a year. And then I became the co-president of the club and then the president eventually. And it was like something I was really proud of. And yeah, mental health is like super important to me. Like I've had my own kind of struggles growing up, but I feel like I've just seen it affected different family members. So yeah, I would say I put a lot of time into advocating for that, talking about your feelings. Like I really, I really try to be the friend too, that someone's like, oh, I have these feelings and I don't know. And it's like, have you ever tried counseling? Or have you ever like trying to normalize these things that I think are really important? Like I just a really, really core belief of mine is that people need to be able to like talk about their feelings. You know what I mean? Like I really appreciate people who are open about like, oh, I had a really tough day yesterday or like how they're feeling. I feel like it kind of normalizes having emotions, which I think is super, super important for a lot of people to hear. We should promote therapy for kids, whether they want it or not, or just to have another outlet growing up. If you don't have at least like one person that you kind of want to go to and just vent. And like, it's kind of hard too, when you talk to people who you feel have a bias kind of towards you. And I remember in university, it was actually the first time that I like went and spoke to someone and it's crazy how it just started opening up like almost like all these new pathways in my head because I would remember being in there being like oh my god this 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 and this and you know well obviously it's this and she's like but what if it's not and I'd be like wait what right (laughs) yeah how did you take to learning to be self-sufficient without like your your safety nest around so how's your family like Mm -hmm. were you guys close were you not close yeah I'm a really close family I'm like I feel like anyone who knows me too knows I'm a huge mom is I'm definitely like my mom's biggest fan <laughs> fighting my sister for it but I mean I'm yeah I'm lucky I have like two incredible parents uh, my sister I would consider like a close friend as well as a sister you know what I mean nice. like we really get along we live we live in the same city now so we hang out it's great hi Kira <laughs> how and, old is Kira? Uh, Kira is 26 you really put me on the spot for the uh know your thing. family's age or they'll disown you <laughs> sure, yeah Kira wouldn't like that obviously and I wouldn't like that either but no she's 26 she's two and a half years older than me and I just turned 24 my bases are covered sorry I really just went on a tangent I love my family school was cool I really liked how I did it well how it worked out for me I guess with the uh, residence because I lived in res for the first two years so I was able I was like more self-sufficient like I was out of my home bubble I was with all these new people in this new environment doing new school new everything but I was like super protected protected to do all that like you know everything you need is on campus right like there's the pharmacy the meal hall is right across the street all my classes right there I was living with all of my like best friends so that really helped because I feel like res was just like fun 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 like I learned a lot about myself living away but I thought it worked out really well because it really felt like I was in a good environment to to learn how to live away from my family and then off campus was kind of like that next step of like level of taking care of yourself like I always remember when I first moved in there and I, I was like hungry and I wanted food and I was with my friends and then I was like holy fuck I, like we don't have meal hall. like it's like I don't have food and they took me to the grocery store. And I, I don't know why, like, I've gotten groceries. Like, I know how to get groceries, obviously. I know how to get This is not day I swear, yes. Yeah. I was, like, frozen in the store. I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I have to go, like, stock. Like, what am I doing? And my, it almost felt like my friends, like, like held my hand and like brought me around and got me different stuff. And I made this little meal, but I just always remember that like actually felt like a slap in the face. It's like, Holy fuck. I have to like <laughs> cook, right? I can't just like go get food. This is crazy. So 
yeah, it's like a whole other wave of learning like that. Hopefully less like, uh, like embarrassing types of learning. But, <laughs> like, yeah. Have friends that will feed spoon you at the grocery store. Would you recommend going to res first? It's hard to say because I wouldn't say it's for everything. I want like, I'm sure you're putting together like I'm a very extroverted person. I, I really love meeting people. So for me, res was just like, fuck, like so much excitement here, there and everywhere. Like I, and I, like I said, like I immediately met some people that like I would confidently say are lifelong friends. So it's kind of, it was, I had like a very lucky, amazing experience, but I would still recommend res as long as you're uh, like, not like horribly uncomfortable with like, you know, closer living and just that style. But like, yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. I like that you just like shoot your shot, just kind of go for it. I like that energy. Have you always been like that? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Just kind of like going for things. Like. Yeah, just like putting yourself out there, just like new experiences, new people. Mm-hmm. What would you yeah, recommend I, to someone try to adopt that method? Yeah, okay, no, that's a great question. Because yeah, I, I would say I've been like that for a while and it's only been kind of more and more like I've still had lots of areas where I really try to stay in my comfort zone but that's something I'm working on like I would say doing things that scare you and like pushing pushing your comfort zone is kind of I'm learning more and more it's kind of like everything as hard as it is to I don't know go for something that scary or maybe a little uncertain or maybe uh or like you're putting it off because you're like subconsciously scared what like whatever it is just like going for it and actually conquering it and like having that feeling Give me the free Zoom or give me death. Zoom, if you're watching, sponsor this podcast. Yeah, just kidding. I love you. If they do that, I want uh, I want five percent. I'm trying to remember where I was. That you were getting me, you're getting me real into something. The feeling of putting yourself out there and like getting yeah. that back in return. Like I've been like that a lot, and I've been impulsive. I would say I'm a very like quick thinker, and that's not to not to say in like a smart genius way or something but i'm just very <laughs> fucking now well there's been a lot of times where i've just been like fuck it and done something and like whether it's big or small like just going for something no squeaking on your chair i know Unless dude you're... i hate this chair. can you this put actually... wd-40 on your chair or <laughs> I'm ruining the fun I'm just... um no no it's all good so like, i I, if it makes you feel better, I genuinely do hate this chair. And it's like an incoming birthday gift, a late birthday gift for me, actually. Shout out, mom. Getting a chair. I just need to actually, I've been looking up like chairs, but it's, I don't know what to look for. Growing up is so fun. <laughs> Googling top 10 chairs. That's like a thing I Google. That one got the best back support. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I'm all, I code for a living, right? It has hit me. It's like, wait, this actually kind of matters a lot. Like, oh my god, absolutely um, nursing. Every time I go into a room, I'm like, nose between toes. Use your legs. <laughs> what, what is that? Oh, like stretching? commercial. Yeah. What is? See, fuck. See, I told twisted. you. Pop culture. It's pop culture. Pop culture negative I two. This. I knew that. Yeah, I knew this would happen. I gotta go. Yeah. That, like one of my like biggest pieces of learnings, like seriously, is like, I, I feel like I always thought it was super cool to just be like naturally good at stuff. People like, that are like in. naturally good at everything. Yeah. Those people are crazy. <laughs> I agree. I completely I'm agree. like, how the fuck are you? You're good looking. You're really smart. And then to also be good at like sports or like an artistic. I'm like, yeah. Is there any point that you don't hit on? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, some people are just good learners, right? They just pick things yeah. up. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't even, I would never want to like shit on people like that. But I even, I, I feel like I almost took pride in if, say, if I did like excelled in stuff and didn't put, put much effort in, I'd be like, wow, that's super cool. Like I'm super cool. 
and I feel like I had a point where I was like, no, like I'm a fucking loser if I like there's nothing admirable. Sorry, but like I really I don't think there's anything at all admirable about like not putting effort in. Like if anything, that just says something about my character. And I feel like I hit yeah. a point where I was like, sucking at things is actually really cool. And like the people who are like willing to suck at something until they're good at it, or maybe they're not, who cares? But the people people who are like willing to like unapologetically suck at stuff, I think is incredible. And I feel like I've had a total mental shift in that where it's like throwing myself in the fire and like being willing to be bad at stuff and like letting go of my ego is like I feel I feel like that's again another thing that's like my life has just gotten better since I've tried to like like shift the way I look at things and it's like okay no it's that like sucking at something means you like working on it and you're going somewhere with it and I think that's no disrespect right but that's no that, that's that's way more admirable than just uh, it's really impressive when people are just really really good at stuff but at the end of the day I think effort is is way more admirable effort compared with the people who are naturally it's like sweet but you know what I mean that's that's a so I've been trying to do that more. Just put myself out there, like to do things I suck at, trying things. And it's, I think that awesome. goes hand in hand though, with, you know, just say, fuck it. Like just trying to be happy, just trying to live in the moment. Like try not to put too much stress on yourself. Like you can be really good at something or you can fucking suck ass at it. But like, yeah, right? at least you're just, you're going for it, you know? And like, yeah. someone was like, you only got one ticket. You only go this way once. And I'm like, fuck like well who gives a shit about being stressed out about the stuff that doesn't matter like who cares about money or like who cares about like all this stupid shit that we've placed Mm. so much like importance on in society and it doesn't even make sense i know i couldn't agree more we need to let people fail we need to let people thrive like we need to collectively we need to connect and like i don't understand if people get it that we are all one unit Like, whether you believe in, like, God created people, whether you believe that science, like, you know, we are all connected, I believe. And it's just so crazy that there's so much hate between all of those connections now. Disconnect going on. Yeah, there's a lot of disconnect going on. And it's, like, over nothing. Like, that's why people just need to smoke and chill and just, like, (laughs) just, like, chill out. Yeah, just, like, everyone needs to relax. And we need to just, like, focus on the things that do matter now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I couldn't agree more. I think I think everyone could use a little bit more uh, looking out for others. Like like I said, I feel like that's I don't know if it's how I was raised or how I am or whatever, but like that's always been a huge passion of yeah passion. I guess it's just like actually trying to look out for people, like make someone's day a little better, even if it's small. Like a belief I hold is that it's like super super easy to make someone's day like a little better, even smaller. Like it's so. And maybe like, maybe I'm just completely missing something, but I really don't think it's that hard to be a a nice person. Um, And I think the world could use a lot more of that. I think people need to adopt. Yeah. The method of like just being a lot nicer. And I think that people don't like, say, for example, people like panhandling at the end of the day, whether panhandling, I guess, like asking for money, like on the side. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember someone was like, kind of like, you know, acting a certain way once when I was kind of with them and I was just like, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, like what if they go and, and use that money to buy beer or, or weed or drugs? And I was Heaven like, forbid. first yeah. of all, would you do it? Would you do it in the snow? Would you do it in the rain? Would you be on the side of the road? Next question. If that is the only happiness that someone gets out of their fucking day is to go and do something that makes them feel good, whether you think it's yeah. good or not, does that matter? Would you not do it? Oh, I, I couldn't be more with you. People can do drugs. People can drink. People can do whatever when they have money. 
But the moment that someone's struggling and they're doing the exact same thing, just in a different environment, all of a sudden everything's yeah. twisted. Tell me how that makes oh sense. No, I oh, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's like a little bit of understanding, right? Like I, there's lots of times where I haven't been in a place I want to be or like not acting how I want to be or something like that. And, and people who've, who've helped me during those times, where, where am I going with this? It's like, I don't know, looking back, it's like, you can also be that type of person for other people too. Like be a little bit of empathy, I guess, literally a little bit of understanding for like where people are at. Like, yeah, what if we didn't judge the homeless person and trying to get money and be like, oh, they're just getting drunk. Like, what if it's like, yeah, that would actually really suck. And if I was in their shoes, I would, I don't even know how I would feel. Go buy a joint, go buy a coffee. I don't care at all. I hope this made your circumstances a little less bad. I don't understand why people are so angry at people. It's like someone may be at, like out doing that, but you, no one actually probably takes the time to actually learn about people. My favorite thing, literally going downtown is people like talking to me, not, not if like, you know, people are, you know, being like too much or things like that. But like, I, there's so many stories of people that I've listened to and like doing like mental health and like nursing and things like that, like stuff I'm super passionate about. It's so funny how just shit on people that are below us. And I think the reason that it's gone on and, you know, I may or may not be uh, correct in saying this, but I think it's the people at the top telling the people in the middle that it's the people at the bottom that we need to worry about, which oh, doesn't okay. make sense. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, that is just how society has like just dwindled down. And it's like all these people with all the power and all the yeah. money and like whatever are over here. And they're just they're distracting you by telling you to look over here. It's like, these people aren't the problem. We need to be helping these people. We need to be doing more for these people. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, like healthcare got to get better. Just even on the primary care side. I know this is a bit of a different rant, no, but it, I it. also think like to like mental health services, how do we expect people to take care of themselves and do things they need to do to live a relatively happy life if we don't A, give them the opportunities to do that? They're always working. People are so stressed out. They don't have any time for their families anymore. And then we shit on them when they're doing bad and we don't care. <laughs> yeah. I do know what you mean. Um, that's a great, that's a, I mean, that's a good one. I like, I'm a very lucky person. Like I met a lot of uh, super, super cool people that kind of, uh, I don't know, I've learned a lot from, I guess. Like, I feel like it always does start with starts with my mom you gotta start with my mom it but always starts with the mom she's like yeah I mean I'm obviously really biased but she's just like a really good example of someone who I think is like truly genuinely so caring and like everything she does is just so intentional to like really fixate on the smallest thing just like improve something a little bit for someone else and when I'm like mom like it's gonna be okay she'll be like no but it's my job like you could tell it's like she cannot even compute doing otherwise and like I think that's what's just so cool like she's painted such a good example she shines a really bright light in the world and I feel like I've seen that my whole life my dad oh fuck okay no 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 wait. I can't go on a big tangent about my family right now because I actually will I feel like that's totally not what you're asking my dad as well I watched him he actually had a big stroke in my senior year of high school it was like to be honest from it was just like supposed to kill him. They like didn't know how he survived. It was kind of crazy. And just watching him like come back from that and just like find like he wasn't able to work after like watching him just kind of like like new life and live in a new way and stuff for me is just so like it's been so admirable. You know what I mean? And I felt I felt a lot of very unconditional love from both of them. And uh, I don't know. I just think they're both great people. And I feel like 
like, I don't know. I mean, you have these people, it's them. You know what I mean? Like if we're talking people who've influenced me, like I've, I've just been unbelievably lucky with like an amazing family. And then, like I said, just like meeting all these great friends, like my, my friends, uh, I got to shout out my sister. My sister's literally the best, but I just can't, I can't keep going on tangents. She's so cool. So smart. So proud. But if I'm moving on my friends in school, like they're so up for anything and like up to have a good time, but like really passionate about what they're passionate about. I feel like a big thing I've learned from them is just like how to enjoy life. Like one thing I would say about them, I would always say it too. It's like, I think you could drop us anywhere ever. And we would have like the best time, but like we, we literally are all we need. Like we could go to the shittiest bar in the city or go literally anywhere. And it's just like, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's like, like having that level of like enjoyment is so, I think that goes a lot beyond like enjoying what you have, thinking about what you have instead of what, what you could have, you know what I mean? So it's, putting out yeah. good energy. That's why I like manifesting things and putting things out into the universe, I think is very important and mm-hmm. trying to attract like that same energy, people right. being kinder, people being nicer. It goes a long ways, but letting go of like shitty toxic people out of your life and I know it's like not easy but it allows you to make room and try to attract the things resonate more with you that like you hit the nail on the head when I I was talking about prioritizing my happiness that was it like I I look around my life now and like the people I spend time with I I love it you know what I mean and like I think when you're surrounded by such uh, amazing people it's just so much easier to like I said like be the best version of yourself like I, I feel like I'm able to it helps recharge your yeah. soul and it puts like yeah, some like exactly. hope back in the world that like this place is not turning into a complete shit show. Oh, I, th- I, I think there's a lot of amazing people out there. And, and the more you kind of like, like you said, be yourself, put good out there, the more you'll find each other and who knows where the world is going. But like, I do think there's a lot of out there um, and, it's, and it's worth kind of having faith in. That's why I'm super like pumped about like the podcast and just having people on and just people kind of just like putting different perspectives out there and their different voices out there and just like mm-hmm. their different vibes out there and seeing if somehow we can like cultivate this kind of culture where we're just like fuck the way things are like let's try to genuinely do better and like I think our generation wants to do that and I feel like other generations like that are older like some of them I know are just like man like you know we just voted for so-and-so because that's who everyone else did or you know remember like back home people are utter like PC or liberal like I think it's more important to actually start to connect and have people who actually care about the public and care about others and just bringing that energy forward and agree more could not agree more the world could use it the world could use a little bit of kindness a little bit of love up until this point in life what have you Mm. learned about not caring and adopting the method of like people just like being you right yeah okay i get you i I mean for me uh it's like all you have right the the more comfortable i get with myself the more it's like all i can be is me and the more you realize that, the more I, I I really think it is is related to that whole like being bad at stuff, putting yourself out there. Like I feel like I've gotten to the point now where I mean I did in this call, it's like yes, yeah, sue me. I I lose my attention sometimes. That's just something I do. You know what I mean? That's just like, me. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. And not so to many say, people run this, like resonate with that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Nathan and- literally is like ADHD as fuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> no just like accepting like the apps might be like you know what i fucking that's just who i am like genuinely is because like i if you ask me if i didn't give a fuck uh 
what people think. Honestly, I'm, I'm a pretty sensitive person. Like, I, if, even if someone got in the comments and they were like, yo, this guy's a fucking loser, I'd be like, hey. Like, you know, um, but what I would relate to that, though, is that the more comfortable you get with yourself, I feel like the more you do that, like you get you get comfortable with what you're good at, what you're bad at and where, and where you can improve. Right. Like, I, I mean, there's probably ways I could improve my attention span. It's less on my party <laughs> because that's a pretty intense one. Like, I'm just trying to be uh, sorry. It's getting a little away from fucks to give. But I feel like just the more honest you can be with yourself and others, like the better it is. So like, I don't know, let's like, let's say if I was in a, a group and I was like saying some shit that maybe I realized after I didn't really mean or didn't believe or something. It's like, to me, honesty in that case is being like, what were you doing in there? Like, why'd you say that? What was that all about? You know what I mean? Just like reflecting on it a little bit. And I feel like the, I feel like the more you can kind of like have conversations like that with yourself, that is, sorry, like it, that totally is giving a fuck what other people think, but it's more like. Are, you know what I mean? Is Cormac Stewart really the guy that just said that in there? Is that what you, you know what I mean? Like, that what's, guy? What's that about? Yeah, that guy. So like, I don't know. I feel like for me, living with no regrets means more just like, it's easier to not regret things when you're just honest with yourself, right? And give yourself a bit of forgiveness. If I said something dumb in this call, I probably said a million dumb things, but it's like, it's like, all right, well, how can I get better? Like, you know, this is what it is. I said it. And then it's like, okay. I can go from here. I can get better at this, right? Maybe like this sucked because I said this thing or something. It's like, yeah, that happened. You know what I mean? I've done like a gazillion stupid things in my life and I'm probably going to do a gazillion more. There's things I'm ashamed of, things I'm less ashamed of, but like looking back, it's just like, I don't know, being able to get to a place where it's like, yeah, I did that. It sucks. That, that wasn't who I am now. And I wish it wasn't then, but that's maybe what needed to happen for me to get here. And, and I think the more you can kind of think like that and just not to say maybe no regrets, it's, it's, I think it's just a better way to kind of navigate the like inevitable regrets that you will have. I like that. I like that a lot. I agree That's, that nothing yeah. is stagnant. Nothing is just going to, you know, stay status quo. And I think a, an important thing about basically growing up is just not caring what, you know, the opinions of others and yeah. fighting to have a voice against others who, you know, maybe depict you in a way that th- they see you, whether it's, you know, just from a distance or close up. And then I also think learning to, like you said, forgive yourself for the mistakes and the regrets that we're all inevitably going to have and the reason that we have them is obviously to grow from them and learn them. And that's why the biggest concern is when you don't learn from it and you don't take a lesson out of it. And then you might take the lesson and learn something, but then to not implement it, I, it needs to be a whole transition. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more for me. I, I feel like a genuine fear of mine is like not being able to keep myself in check. And like, and obviously that's something I might do now. I might be actively doing that right now. You know what I mean? But like, as long as I can be as honest as possible with myself, I feel, I feel like I'm setting myself up to just keep, yeah, just trying, I'm trying to be a better person, right? That's it. Every day. Every day. A little bit better. (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) Hey, shut up, mom. Had to do it. I feel like there's probably never a way she would ever, my mom, I got gush about her to the end of the friggin' earth, but she sucks with technology so much. Like she's hilarious with it. She's super good with like the birthdays on Facebook. That's like she actually doesn't miss that shit. It's pretty incredible. And we're at the point now we have a little like family group chat. We'll send little like puppy memes and shit in. But for the most part, mom is just like she knows it too. If she saw it, she'd be like, "Yep." But yeah, so, I don't know. It, hey, 
if you listen, hey mom, I'm proud of you. You made it. You made it to the podcast. You made it. You downloaded it. He didn't have any faith in you, but he's sending you all the love all the right love. now. That's, yeah. There you go. He's gonna Shout be like, out. I'm a podcaster. I swear, Cormac. <laughs> You're gonna be like, Mom, Mom. Get a podcast. <laughs> I, I heard you talk about high school musical. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I hope I gotta get out to listen to this actually. I, I could t- I could promise you and I, high school musical is sick um don't get me wrong but I just I didn't not expect to talk about that like literally immediately too like if you if you asked me like a hundred times before this call started like you like friends are gonna be listening they're gonna be like did did he did he just did he just talk about high school musical did he talk about Troy Bolton did he talk about all of his like, <laughs> who's Gabriella where's my love <laughs> I like I'm trying to think like I feel like I haven't talked about that high school musical thing in a while. Maybe with someone somewhat recently, but like for the most part, that really was just like, boom, high school musical. <laughs> Shout out Alex. Alex sang, man. He sang his heart out. He sang his everything. I literally could feel the happiness as you literally talk about this. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool to see. I'm not going to lie. I knew Alex. Uh, we would have met. Jeez, I hope I don't get this wrong. I was like, no, it was grade six in middle school. But we played so- like sports together a little bit growing up. But yeah, and so I knew him at this point for like six years. He's like a great friend of mine. And then he just fucking sang and like at, like nailed this lead role and like took on this like terrifying thing. And I was just like, bro, yeah, go off, man. Go off. Shout out Alex. He's doing well. He's in he's in Ottawa now. Love that for him. You made yeah, it. Me too. Me too. You Hope you're it. still singing, man. Hope you're still singing. Dude, keep playing ball, Troy. Keep playing. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Hashtag Wallcats. <laughs> Hey, go! Don't even get me started. Like, I would do that if someone was like, "You can do that play again with the same cast, like right now." I'd be like, yeah, "Like, where do I sign?" Like, talking impulsive. <laughs> I would sign that right now. Do you want me to quit my job? Do I have to go back and? <laughs> <laughs> well, you if you do, you gotta. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. No, I'm not. I'm not going that far with it, but uh, I would make it work. I definitely. Actually, come to think of them, whatever. I still would. I'd. I'd make it work. Yeah. Is there anything that you did not say that you would like to say before we tune out for this week? Yeah, I can't believe it. I never thought I'd be on like the podcast where we're like, shut up. I gotta plug this. I'm so sorry, but I never thought I'd be that person that like plugs their app. But I'm straight oh. up, I'm so sorry if this is cool or like if it was not cool, or whatever. Um do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh oh. I mean, yeah, straight, straight up just cut this out if it's a problem. But uh, no, I want you to go <laughs> off. Give us your energy right now. I got I, I will. I will. I, this is actually something I'm really, really proud of. And in, uh, in, actually, talk about just doing stuff. And I was saying my friends are pretty like impulsive. We actually started a company together in the fourth year. We were all losing our jobs because of COVID. I did computer science and Renaissance College at UMBRA. It's a weird background. But either way, bottom line, I know how to code. And two of my friends do as well. And one of my friends just kind of like mentioned this idea that he had and we thought it was really cool we were like yeah we could we could build that i think and uh, <laughs> i think like we're and, and we were all <laughs> literally i think is like cannot stress that enough but uh losing our jobs like having our plans canceled for the summer and stuff like that and we he kind of contacted my other three friends they all there's four of them that kind of had the idea together they like did a project about it and yeah we set up a call together and we did it we built it it's called dinner bell and it's an app the, the original idea basically meant to be an app that you get like real-time notifications for deals at a, at a restaurant in your area so so picture ale house is having like a slow night right they could go on dinner bell be like you know what three dollar beers from like now until close and push it out and everyone with the app would get that 
They're like, oh shit, we should go to Ale House, three dollar beers. Like that's sick. Like it was kind of made for people like us who like, like I said, we could go anywhere, we could have the best time together. <laughs> we're basically just working with budget. You know what I mean? Budget and time. Like we're, you know what I mean? Budget we'll and time, baby. Budget we'll, and time. <laughs> we'll just like magnet to any deal possible and just yeah. have fun. So that's kind of where it started. It's now kind of evolved. We we actually built it and launched kind of like a closed. Uh, like an open beta trial, I guess, in, in Fredericton this summer after our uh, fifth year. And anyways, it's since evolved and now it's it's kind of like a hub for uh, information. Basically, like what's going on in your area still, but it's not that explicit use case. There is still cool like like deals and stuff you can get, but it's also meant to be like, oh, you want dinner bell and, and I can see like, like we realized so many people learned like, holy shit, this place is a wing night. I did not know that. Like you could go on their profile and see all their weekly specials what's going on, what their hours are. So it's like one spot where you can just kind of see what's going on in your area and like the different deals, like especially Halifax has so many happy hours, so much live music, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's basically just a way to get mainly like local kind of establishments connected the the people around. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that's Dinner Bell. You should go get it. It's on, I, I can't believe it. this is so crazy, but it's on the the app store. I don't, <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. Um, and Me the neither. Store. Hey, you made a fist bump through the... Yeah, honestly, it's just, it's one of those things, again, like I've gushed about my friends in this call. The fact that I sit here and be like, yeah, we built a company and launched an app together and stuff is just fucking crazy considering like everything we've kind of been through, the amount of love I have for them. And, and like to, to be able to say that I've only kind of gained respect through this whole process is, it's like really humbling. So yeah, Dinner Bell is something I'm very proud of. So yeah, go have a look, go check it out. Maybe you'll learn about a cool new deal in your area. It's it's live in Halifax and Fredericton. Perfect. I love that. So you guys heard it here first. Go check out Dinner Bell. <laughs> if you're Spot random it, like yeah. us, where you're just with some friends at night, you're chilling, you're like, pocket, let's go somewhere. And I hate trying to decide where to go. But if you know what's going on, if you know the deals, if you know what's happening, it's literally a narrow stand at list for you. It makes everything so much more convenient. Right. Yeah, I love that. That's right. I use it. Unironically. <laughs> So I guess we can say we don't really know where we're going, mm-hmm. but it's not a terrible thing. Mm. I've never known where I'm going. No, it's okay. Dinner bell. Going to dinner bell. Dinner bell. <laughs> Getting dinner that bell, out. Going to the moon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, thanks no, for coming sad. on. I'm so glad that we actually got together to do this. And I am trying, you know, to to do it now because I feel like uploading the first episode kind of put like the fire underneath my ass. So I just got to keep pushing and keep talking. Throw myself out there. Seriously, big, big respect. This is really cool. I like that. And I like that we met. I'm glad that we became friends and I would love to have you on again sometime and just kind of see where life's to. Yeah. A little follow up to your happiness, see what's happening (laughs) and (laughs) give the fans what they want. I would love to become like uh, your staple guest or something like that. There you go. Like, boys, thanks for bringing dinner bell up. <laughs> dinner, dinner bell. I can't believe. I still can't believe. I. Uh, that's just still funny to me. I don't know. Go so download good. my app. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week to Sunday Sessions. We will see you next time. Later days. <laughs>